Art is not what you see, it's what you make others see. All right, guys, thank you for coming back to listen to another episode. I'm here with singer, songwriter, producer, director, creative, genius, <laughs> uh, and my good friend since high school, Shy Lennox. Hi. What's up? What's up? That was a very, um, that was a great introduction. I appreciate that. No problem. I'm going to try to call it. you Shy and not Shaheem. But That's I can't cool. make any promises. You're fam. You're fam. You can call me Shaheem. I, I do just want to say, though, that I am a producer, but I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I don't produce 100% of my content. So I just wanted to put that for the record. So Twitter doesn't cancel me later. <laughs> okay. So you just finished college in December, right? Yes, I did. From VCU. How does it feel to finally be done with school? It feels good. Like, I'm very glad that I'm finished. But now it's just like, you know, chasing the bag, you know, and chasing the dream. So it's just I yeah. feel like um, even though a weight has definitely been taken off of my shoulders, it's opened my eyes to, OK, this is real life now. You know, like, what's next? Right. So what is next? What do you want to start doing next? So as of recently, um, I've been in the studio like a lot. So I have probably I would say a good 20 songs that are like in the uncompleted stage and about three that are at that like close to final stage you know so my oh, goal right now is to choose the best of the best and to put out some singles over the next few months um mm -hmm. and to just see how that goes I have a pretty like pretty cool um fan base and people who support my sound now so like now that i know people are listening i can kind of just chill out and you know just focus on creating the art rather than trying to you know what i'm saying like please anyone in particular right so you're living in richmond right now i am do you want to do you want to stay in the richmond dc area or do you want to eventually leave and go to like a bigger city the goal is to definitely be in a city with public transport because <laughs> I hate driving. <laughs> um, but as of right now, I think Richmond is where Shy Lennox was born. Um, it's mm -hmm. definitely where I felt the most comfortable as an artist and really consider myself not just a singer, but as someone who was really doing this, you know. So Richmond right. will always hold a close place in my heart. Do I want to be here um, a year from now? Nah. But will I always love this place and come back? Absolutely. So how did Richmond help you develop your artistry and your sound? I think that being from um, Northern Virginia and mm -hmm. Woodbridge in particular and not really having spaces that promoted creativity and allowed for um, constant creation, I think that when I finally got out here and saw that there were like avenues and channels for me and that people, you know what I mean? Cared about things beyond, um, what is, what is small town? What are small town thoughts? Like shopping, shopping and like going to a football game and going to the mall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like once I right. figured out that there was an art scene and that I could be a part of it, it was just, 
Perfect. And I'm sorry, I think I like evaded the question a little bit. Did I answer it? No, I think you talked about how it fostered your creativity because Woodbridge is definitely not a place where you would stay if you want to become something. Exactly, exactly. I don't even know if DC is a place like that. Like DC is very good if you want to work at a law firm or have like a corporate type of job. But if you want to do anything creative, there's not really a place for that in DC. It kind of makes me so sad because so much fantastic music comes from these spaces like Go-Go, which Wale kind of put on the map a little bit, like kind of like fueled like the whole Northern Virginia, DC area, Maryland area. And it kind of just really like gave us our own sound, but it was never really spread throughout the world. And just there's just a bunch of talent that goes Mm -hmm. unnoticed here. For some reason, I just feel like, you know, the, the media and and like the industry kind of just looks over this area for some reason. Cause you know, we've had some heavy hitters, not necessarily from Woodbridge, but you know, Missy Elliott's yeah. from Virginia, um, Trey Songs, mm-hmm. Pharrell, um, Wale's from DC. Like it's a lot of talent. Ari Lennox is from this area. Like it's mm-hmm. a bunch of people who are really who who are who have gifts, who can right. you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It just it makes me sad sometimes. But I definitely wanted to say I really love how you can like you're such a wordsmith. Me saying like it fostered my way out here. I like that. I'm gonna use that. Oh, thank you, thank you. I try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, how long? When did you start writing your own original music? So I always wrote little poems and things. Um, but the first mm-hmm. time I like sat next to my piano and plucked out like chords and just like really tried to write a song was after I went to go see Lord in 2014 or 2013 one of those years but she had just released her pure heroin tour and she killed it and i'm looking at her i'm like if this like she's my age i'm like 16 17 at the time i'm like if this girl from like all the way across the fucking world sorry all the way across the world can do this and have like an entire venue of people cheering her on then there's nothing stopping me so i really feel like that concert was the day when I said, I'm going to, I'm going to try, you know what I mean? I'm going to try my dreams. So that was like late high school before college. Wow. That's amazing. So what inspires your songwriting? What kind of stories do you want to tell with your music? I want to tell, um, I want to tell true stories. I want to tell fake stories. I just want to tell stories. I want to create experiences. You know, I want um, not everything that I've written about is something that I've actually experienced in my life, but it, they are things that I've conceptualized or dreamed about. So I just want through my songwriting and through my creative process to people, for people to just kind of understand the way that I operate to some extent. And then if they feel a connection through that, then that's like where we're going to like, what am I trying to say? That's where we're going to link up. Like that's where the magic's going to be made. Mm-hmm. So you, it sounds like you want people to really feel connected to you and see you and understand you. More than anything, mm-hmm. because I don't feel like I necessarily, I don't, I feel like the best storytellers like aren't all nonfiction. You know what I'm saying? There's some amazing fiction writers. And I think yeah. we appreciate them just from their ability to tell a great story. And I think mm-hmm. that's the way music is now, you know, like I sing about, um, I sing about various things, but not all of them I can say that I've walked that way of life. But I will say about 
88%, I definitely have, you know, because there are some songs that are literally transcriptions from experiences that I have went through, you know, and those are the ones that I feel like people can hear and understand. That's awesome. Like, I'm trying to, it's my goal in the next decade to write a book, and I've kind of started, and it's hard to not make the characters like me or people that I know and to really just fantasize and come up with character traits and backlines and stories that have nothing to do with me. And it's fun to dream and it come is. up with something that's different and share your imagination with other people. It is indeed. You can always just change the names though, you know, act like it never happened. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But I feel you. <laughs> So have you always wanted to be an entertainer? I know when I met you in high school, you were something. You were very outgoing and loud and always <laughs> the center of attention. Yeah. So have you always wanted to be in entertainment or did you want to be something else when you were younger? I think I've always wanted to be um, noticed. I've always loved attention, mm -hmm. but always hated pity. Um, but as I've grown and as I've become more of an artist rather than just a singer, my goal now is to, you know what I mean, perform to inspire rather than to impress. So like, mm -hmm. I think that even though I've always wanted to, you know what I mean? I've always had this extroverted personality and I've always wanted people to kind of tune into me. Now mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like you know, inspire people. I'm trying to have people like listen to my shit and not feel like the weight of the world is on their shoulders or to listen to my music and to feel like they're actually like they're relating to like my love, my love life or something like that. I just want people to really feel it. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm not a big, like, I wish I consumed more music. That's just not what I'm geared towards. I like to read and my favorite thing about reading, especially reading fiction books, is like you're not thinking about your life. Like you're completely consumed by the book that you're reading. And I feel like music is that way for a lot of people too. It takes you to a different place. So, Absolutely. and I definitely feel like that when I listen to your music. So I think you're Thank doing you so a good much. job. I really, really appreciate well, that. Yeah. So you lived in Milan for like six months? Yes. It was yeah. it was five and a half, but let's say six. We're going to round it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like? How did Milan change you and change your art? Milan was, Milan was the first place where I was forced to be alone. And I think that mm. was definitely... Um, an eye-opening experience and just let me know how how cool I am. And I don't always need to be hanging out with people and I don't always need to be in the mix, you know? Like, like mm -hmm. I, at the end of the day, all we have is ourselves. And it's cool if we, like, find people, like, to join our journey. But, like, living out there and just being away from home, seeing how people in a, in a whole other part of the world operate, hearing people speak a different language and me feeling like the outsider, you know? Like, we... Right. We as Americans, like we're like out doing our thing and like people will be speaking and we'll be like, you know what I mean? Just like, I wish I could communicate with them. I wish I could understand what they were saying, you know, because we are fortunate enough to speak the 
I would say the most common language in America, in America. So like me being in Italy where not a lot of people speak English, it it was crazy. And it forced me to learn. It forced me to grow. And I felt like it was some of the best time in my life, you know? And now I can say that I'm like a pretty fluent Italian speaker and just a well-rounded individual. Yeah. I think more people, especially when you're young, but like not a kid, because I feel like little kids can't appreciate that they're out of the fucking country. Yeah. But in your 20s, when you even if you have a little bit of money, like stay in hostels, do whatever you need to do, but travel outside the country and not to like England or somewhere where everyone speaks English, like go somewhere where you're the foreigner and no one wants to help you when you don't know the language. Like it's very humbling because I think growing up in America, we produce so much of the entertainment for the rest of the world that we tend to kind of think of America as like the center of the world. And so the idea that there are movies and music and superstars outside of the country doesn't even connect with us. And we can't relate to that. Yeah. I will say that being abroad did tell me how impactful American culture is on the rest of the world. Like, and Mm -hmm. that's something that like really took me like as a, like, I was just like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like they're listening to American pop music, like, and a lot of the people out there can't even, not a lot of, excuse me, I don't want to sound, um, problematic but a a lot of people who don't speak English will still listen to American music and still vibe with it and connect with it and that to me is crazy because I feel like we've tried to make America seem as if as if it's the center of the universe as as if it's the center of the world but it's not and other people kind of like rode the wave it's just it's weird it's it's mad weird Mm -hmm. it is it's it's interesting um okay so switching gears a little bit (laughs) Do you, because I know okay. you probably listen to all different types of artists and music. Is that a safe assumption? Yeah, absolutely. You got to stay fresh. You got to stay eclectic. Yes. So would you say you draw more inspiration from like small indie artists or like super big superstars? Um, I think definitely smaller artists. Um there's definitely, there's always going to be, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I feel like a lot of my personal sounds are like drawn from, and, and my inspiration are drawn from like artists that I've, that weren't of my time. You know what I'm saying? Like early R&B, like even opera is what I studied in college. So like singers that are dead. Um, mm-hmm. And then like, as far as smaller artists, Richmond has a bunch of independent unsigned talent out here. So just being in similar spaces as like you know what i'm saying other creatives like we tend to like learn from each other and inspire like each other you know as far right. as like major label artists i'm always like rock to them but it's it's kind of hard to be inspired by a sound that just kind of sounds the same across right. so many different people like manufactured yes t <laughs> so How important is it to you then to collaborate with other up and coming artists and directors and like costume designers for your videos and stuff like that? I think more than anything, it's important for me to work with black people, like Mm. rather than up and coming or already known. I just really want to work with um, 
other black people. And it's hard because I feel like being a queer guy, like I'm not going to always be socially accepted into some of these music spaces that I would really want to be in, you know, and that right. always will, that always will be in the back of my head. But I mean, it's, it's the truth and it's like, it's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, I guess to answer your question directly, it would definitely, I would definitely want to work with, with major label artists just because that's going to open my sound to a like wider audience, you know what I'm saying? From a business standpoint. Um, however, I'm just trying to work with everybody black. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could choose one artist or just somebody in the entertainment world to mentor you and really like put you on to how you should move through your career, who would you choose? Solange. I can see that. That <laughs> makes perfect 100%. sense. <laughs> She um she has really raised the standard for performance. Solange gives you architecture, live instrumentation, subtle choreography, vocals, mm-hmm. harmonies, um, and just overall a story and a feeling of unapologetically blackness. Unapologetic yeah. blackness? Sorry. But um yeah. regardless, like <laughs> I definitely feel like, and especially because she's been in the industry for so long as not only a, a performer, but as a writer and has seen so many things, I think she would be the perfect mentor for me. So if you ever listen yeah. to the Purple Podcast, Solange, <laughs> I'm Kyle Lennox and I want to learn from you. Yeah, I'm sure she listens every week. I um, think so. I think so. <laughs> Who knows one day, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure she does listen to podcasts though. Yeah, I'm sure she does. Hi, Solange. Please hey, Solange. listen. Please tell your sister. Um, (laughs) so damn, I was about to ask a really good question. Oh yeah. So if you could be, if you could be at the level of Beyonce or Rihanna or someone where you have an insane level of influence, but you can't really do regular shit, would you want to have that level of fame? No. Yeah. No. Really? No, that's just, um, it's cool, but I personally am still learning how to like, I'm still on this journey of loving myself and still on this journey of figuring out life for myself. So I can't be the influence for, you know what I'm saying? Like hundreds of millions of people. Like Beyonce has a huge responsibility and I'm always like love her for that. But you know, it's it's crazy. Like I I don't know if I could do that. That's when it would be a little bit too much for me. I still need yeah. to be able to go to like I still need to be able to go where do I need to be? I don't even know. I don't even like shopping, if I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> grocery shopping? <laughs> yes, gro- grocery like- shopping. I still need to be able to go to the grocery store and like just live. Yeah. I think I can't even imagine what that's like. To have to hide anytime you want to go do something with your family. Like, even if you have a big, amazing, beautiful house, the idea that you can't walk through the park with your kids, I feel like that would be a lot. Like, no amount of money can really replace just being able to go to an amusement park with your family or something. Like, I'm sure they could just buy the amusement park for the day, but it's not 
the same. It's not. And now we live in this world where everyone wants to record everything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And like that is just scary. You know, I look ugly from certain angles. And <laughs> I don't want a camera on me from that ugly angle. You know what I'm saying? Right. Of course. Um. All right. So fast forward 15 years. Okay. And you're super famous. You just not super famous, your... remember? Okay, not super famous. Regular <laughs> famous. Yes. <laughs> you just finished your tour. You're on top of the world. Do you want to stay in just music or do you want to branch out to acting and, I don't know, writing or other parts of the entertainment world? So I'm, I always will want to take part in other like facets of entertainment um, and yeah, entertainment in general. I would love to try a career in film. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be legendary. I think that voice acting would also be a cool avenue for me. But overall, yeah. more than anything, you know, I got this whole degree in opera. So I would right. love for when my voice finally matures and when I'm like, when I'm like, you know, in my 30s that I really start my opera career. Because I feel like right now I'm just kind of waiting for it to set, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would love to just, you know, sing at the Met and really switch gears, like do this, do this R&B, like pop lifestyle. And then like once that's established, just come out of nowhere and become a huge opera star. I think that would be amazing. That would be amazing. And that would be, from what I know, like something that we haven't seen before in the U.S. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, are you dating? <laughs> no, I'm dating this bag and this money. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not interested in anyone? You're not looking for anyone? Not really, not right now. I mean, I'm de- my DMs are open and <laughs> um I do respond to some of the jokes, but to most of them. But what I'm saying is like I'm I'm fine right now. I still got to, like I said, I'm still on my own journey. So I don't know if I could really be a part of someone else's right now. Right. So what is figuring yourself out and learning to love yourself? Because I wouldn't have guessed that you lack self-love. You seem like a person who radiates it. So what does figuring that out look like for you? I definitely appreciate that that's what I give off because I definitely try to create good vibes when I'm around people and just let people know that things are okay. Um, Mm -hmm. However, you know, like, I'm like a bald-headed, lanky (laughs) uh, black boy, you know what I'm saying? It it would be crazy if I just said that I, like, had this 100%, like, meter of self-love. Like, it's, it's definitely a journey for me. Like, I love myself. And I think I'm one like bad, amazing guy, but it's it's definitely mm-hmm. times where I'm just like, damn, I wish like I could feel better about certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. You're 22. Exactly. I feel like most people who are 22 don't have anything figured out or 24 or 27 or whatever, like- and You're I just so feel young. like dating is so weird now. Like, mm-hmm. like I it's it's so weird. Like, especially for like queer people, 
And like mm-hmm. now that apps are involved, it's just like, you know, I'm just over people. Like you, like you try to have a conversation with somebody and then it ends up someone asking for news, like gross. You know what I'm saying? Like it is like a cesspool on the internet of disgusting people, whether it's on an app or just like people in your DMs. A lot of it's hard to find a halfway decent person. I think you find them when you're not really looking. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you met someone on an app, then good for you. But any person I've met on an app, it didn't last that long. I don't know why. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I, I think that, I think that like personal and real interactions are really important. And I just feel like, I don't know. I just think that it's a, it's just not going to work. I think that online dating needs to be banned. <laughs> I think there isn't a way, I think a lot of the stuff that you check in boxes, like whatever app you're using saying, I want someone this height, who's this religion, who doesn't have kids, who loves pets, like whatever your things are, you can compromise a lot of that stuff when you meet somebody in person. That is very, 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 very true. Like what you think you want when you're building the perfect person on your phone is so different from a person. Like that's not really not going to find someone who checks all of those boxes. Um, And I think it kind of has fostered unrealistic dating expectations. Um, I know if me and my boyfriend had met on an app, we wouldn't have met. Like we don't check all of each other's boxes most people in relationships, you don't, you're not going to fit everything. So I think dating face-to-face, it just adds more nuance to all the boxes that you can check. And I, I do think, think I'm prefer- in the, I need to be in a more dating city. Like, I need to be in a more, like, I don't know, Richmond. Dating in New York looks so fun. You said New York? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would love to do some speed dating. Me too. Well, Girl, wait, just man. kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> not me too. Um, but it would have been fun, you know, in the past. Yeah, I would love to have an event with like speed dating, like a whole like mixer for dating. That would be fun. Yeah, That'd one be day and have Shy Linux perform. Yes, that would be amazing, <laughs> and have people sell their art and everything. Yes, I really want to support as many people who are like growing a business growing a brand as i can because it's fucking hard it's so hard it's so much about who you know in this day and age which i feel like it probably always has been about but being in music i've realized like it's really about who you know it's it's Mm -hmm. it's crazy how much like these like industry people will just keep like will just stay on the agenda of like lifting everyone on their team up and passing right. over raw talent like all the time. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's unfair. Yeah. But life's so, not fair. Have you struggled with support from your friends and family? Um, I definitely have in the past. Just um explaining to people that, you know, my career and what I want to do is in art is like not always the best thing, not always the mm-hmm. easiest thing, because I feel like um, 
people are like, all right, so what are you going to do with that? And I'm like, you know, it's going to take me some time. Like, it's a journey. Like, I'm torn. I'm doing this, this, that, and the third. But people expect instant gratification. And mm-hmm. pursuing music, unless you're teaching, you know, like, right. it's going to take you a second. You know, it's really going to take you a second. And I think that um, more of just, like, family has had a harder time, like, understanding that my friends get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're young. We, we, we feel each other. We uplift each other. Um, and my mom gets it, which is really, really cool. But other members of the family are just like, you know, like, you got to get serious. And I'm, I'm like, I'm the most serious you'll ever see me about this music shit, you know? Yeah, I think people think get serious and buckle down means like, if you're not famous in two years, then you're not doing it right. And really, like, people see the the end like the success story but no matter what field you're in those people took like 15 years to get to you finally hearing one of their songs yeah so crazy i hope it's not i hope it's not like that for me right if that's what it ends up i just read that lucky day he's 34 mm-hmm. now the audition for american he's idol 34 34 um Damn. right i was i was surprised too but black don't cry um <laughs> but he auditioned for an idol when he was 17 18 and we're just I hearing him now exactly exactly wow. and your clip from the voice is going to be up there one day like oh my god did you see shy lennox he um no, i hope for that clip movie. is burned and deleted <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so you're an artist. Artists are usually really sensitive about their shit. Yes. So, snaps. Can how you do you... <laughs> what advice would you give to people who are afraid of sharing their art because they are afraid of criticism? And how have you adapted to getting better at accepting criticism? I think criticism is so important. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's so constructive criticism is so important. Let me correct myself Um, (laughs) because I feel like if there's something that I don't already know and that I can learn to be better, I I definitely want to know it, you know, like, and I think that people withholding that information is always like, it's, it's inauthentic, you know, like it's, I love when people tell me they like my music, but what do you like about my music? I love when people I love when people tell me they don't like my music and I like for them to tell me why or like what they feel like can make it better because it's not just for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I said, right. I'm doing this to inspire. So I'm gonna need to know what the people want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but my advice to people who are like, I guess, dealing with accepting criticism is is take it. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't always have to change. But, you know, like, right. understand and, and listen. Listen to understand, mm-hmm. not to respond. And exactly. see what you can do with what you've been given. Because I'm sure, I'm sure even if someone, if someone told me, hey, like, um, that song you put out, I didn't really like. And I was like, what, what don't you like about it? They were like, all right, well, in this verse, I felt like um, your words were a little corny, blah, blah. Like, that's something I can easily look into and really cross-reference like did I not cross-reference but like really think about like all right Mm -hmm. did I intentionally mean to be a little elementary right here or could I go back and like and fix it up you know Mm -hmm. that's good that you are not so 
protective of your work and so sensitive that you can really take what somebody says and not take it personally. Yeah, because it's just words. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just an opinion. Right. So how do you feel about people who don't like your work? Um, I mean, that's on them. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I don't really feel any way towards them. Um, do you I feel that, that oh, if, if I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't met anyone who's really not fucked with my music. It's more of mm. someone not fucking with me. Mm. And that's T. I mean, people will come up with a lot of reasons to not support you or to act like they don't like what you're doing. Exactly. Just because they have something against you, which is probably stupid too. Um, if it's from the past, like, let it go. Yeah, but I don't uh, really pay attention to any of that. Like, if someone... Um, I haven't, like, had hate. Like, I don't have any of those, like, random question things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a little junk where random people can anonymous, anonymously tell me how much they don't fuck with me. So... <laughs> I think, like, I'm doing okay. Okay. So do you feel, because you said your music isn't just for you, mm -hmm. so do you feel the need to please everyone with your music, or are you going for a certain niche group of people? I want to give, okay, so my direct audience that I want to like my music is queer Black people. Um, and then, like, if we're going a little outside of that realm, just like people of color in general, I don't, I'm not looking for anyone's approval and I'm not looking for anyone to like, to like love it or hate it, but I definitely want it to evoke some sort of emotion out of people. Um, but yeah, let me see, ask the question one more time. I feel like I skipped around it. <laughs> so do you feel the need to please everyone with your music? Or are you just trying to appeal to a certain group of people? All right, cool. So, bam. No, I don't feel the need to. <laughs> I don't feel the need <laughs> to uh, uh, please everybody. Um, this is unrealistic. So yeah, bam. it is. Okay, what's your favorite thing about who you are right now? My voice. Hmm. It's so. Mm -hmm. um, I just learn something new about it every single day. And mm -hmm. I love the journey. I used to sound crazy. And I feel like I'm just getting in tune, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You have a very nice speaking voice. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So who are your favorite artists to listen to right now? Um, I love Caroline Polachek. She's really, really mm -hmm. doing it right now. Um, Baby Sosa is an upcoming Richmond rapper. I really like her sound a lot. Um mm -hmm. Who else have I been listening to? Let me look at my Spotify, actually. Okay. That's simple. Brent Fires just dropped something really, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, I really like that project. Who else? Reese, another person who's from Northern Virginia. He is amazing. Singer, songwriter. Um, went to high school down the street from us. I'm really feeling his new oh, work. Uh, I feel like I've said a lot. Yeah, that's a good yeah. that's a good list. Yeah, and I feel like it's all everything. very um it's not all in the same genre. Eclectic. Yes. Yes. Okay. Can you give us a book recommendation? Um, as far as hmm, 
the last book I read was Becoming. Really? So, yes. Yeah, so it was, was good? Reading, sorry? It was good? You didn't read it? I have it. I, like, wanted it what? for Christmas so bad. And <laughs> I started reading it, and I was... I'm the type of person that if I'm going to start reading a book, I need you to get my, like, attention within the first five pages. Yeah, it took me a second. It took me yeah. a second. And um, I'm like, I love you think that a lot. It was it was phenomenal, and I feel like more than anything, like it just was a breath of fresh air to kind of hear her voice. Because I I'm gonna be honest, I listened to the audiobook because I don't have the best attention span. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And this was while I was on the plane, and then like a little bit of while I was in Italy, and I just mm-hmm. feel like hearing her talk to me about her life and her journey and hearing her advice was just very, very cathartic. Okay. I'm going to try again to read it. Try. It's, it's the I couldn't get through the piano lessons at the very <laughs> beginning. I didn't get past that. I so you, you just again, give Michelle. it some time. Okay. Um, all right. Last question. Question everybody gets. Okay. What is your dream for your life's work? What impact do you want your life to have on the rest of the world, even after you're gone? Um, I want in the future, in whatever dysto- dyst- uh, dystopian society we end up in, I want <laughs> like there to be like some kids who are like, I found this vintage Shy Linux record, and they're like, what? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool, but um, I want to buy my mom a house, and I want to buy my sister a house, and mm-hmm. I want to start a label and I just want people, I want my work to last hundreds of years from now. Hmm. What kinds of artists do you want to bring up and elevate with your label? Black artists. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and not, um, and and kind of like weird people like me, like I'm so I'm so awkward, you know. Like I feel like you know that because we were like we're close, and like you just you've seen right. my like annoying, crazy side. So like people who aren't so picture perfect and who aren't so like Instagram ready, like just some yeah. some weird ass niggas. Mm-hmm. Okay, one last question. I just thought of this. Okay. So there's a lot of homophobia especially in hip-hop culture mm-hmm. how is that how did that affect you growing up and how do you see it now it was crazy because I mean I was in the closet for most of my life yeah. so I think it affected me a lot um however now that I'm more comfortable with my sexuality and with just being a person and and knowing that like that's not everything it's kind of it's kind of cool like it's, it, I mean, like I'm, I'm okay is what I'm trying to say. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. really tripping about it. I just feel like if people are going to think the way that they want to think and people are going to act the way that they want to act and mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not here to, it is not my job to undo the work of your parents, you know? Right. So I just feel like it, it's above me. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's a good way to end. Do you have anything else you want to add where can people follow you on Instagram? Where can people find your music? What is music that's upcoming for Shy Lennox? All right. So my 
Everything is Shy Linux. S H Y L E N N O X on every platform. Um, as far as upcoming stuff goes, I am putting out a single this Saturday on February twenty second called Friends. Um, this is the first like announcement that I've made officially. Um, so that is my next big thing, and it's been like over six months since I put out something. So I'm really excited for like my little comeback or whatever. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much, Taheem, for being a guest on my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I love you, Danielle. And I'm really glad I'm, I'm really inspired by you and just how hardworking you are. And I'm just glad that you consider me for this project. So thank you so much. And I just want to say for to you and just to anyone who's listening, Shaheem is a good example of why low maintenance friendships are so important. Like I maybe see you once or twice a year Period. and it's not weird. Like it doesn't feel like I need to call you or text you all the time to see what's going on. Like I can see your story and see what's going on. You and then when we finally do link up, it's like everything, you know what I'm saying? Nothing ever changed, you know? Exactly. And I just, I appreciate your friendship and that we don't feel pressure to make it something more. It's very good. I like it. I appreciate it. you too. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll be back next week with another episode. All of Shaheem's information will be in the show notes. Um, And I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Thank you guys so much for coming back to listen to another episode. Thank you so much, Shaheem, for being a guest. Um, His information will be all in the show notes where you can find his music, where you can follow him, all of that good stuff. He's so, so talented. Please go support my friend. Um, And I'll be back with an episode next week. To be honest, like finding guests has been an up to the minute kind of thing. Um, So please, if you want to be on the podcast, if you know someone who would be good for the podcast, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, If you're doing something, if you're trying to start something, please come on and talk about it. I want to have a super wide range of guests and I would love to talk to you and interview you. So please let me know if you or someone you know would like to be on. And thank you so much for listening. All of my social media information will also be in the show notes as well as the recommended book and all of that. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.